This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mealtribune.com forward slash podcast and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. It's a vegetable commonly associated with Southern cooking but also ethnic cuisine, namely Indian food. The vegetable of which I'm speaking is okra. And it's a little obscure in the Pacific Northwest, but if there's any time to eat it, it's this narrow window in late summer going into fall when farmer's markets and farm stands probably have okra maybe for just a couple of weeks and you can snap it up and use it, namely in the classic Southern dish, gumbo. There's other ways to use okra, but the most accessible, I think, to people who are unfamiliar with this vegetable, which has a reputation for being slimy, is in a stew that is thickened by some of the natural mucilage-producing compounds in okra. Gumbo also has numerous other points of interest, typically chicken thighs, andouille sausage, shrimp, bell peppers, tomatoes, some versions use corn, and you really can play around with it and use what you have on hand to make it your own, particularly if you aren't from a family of like gumbo purists. (laughs) A version of gumbo, easy low country gumbo, is posted to my most recent blog, August 31st, under the headline, Summer's Fresh Okra, Corn, Peppers, Call for Gumbo. This recipe for easy, low-country gumbo was adapted by Gretchen McKay, a writer for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. And she first saw it in a recipe booklet she bought years ago in Charleston, South Carolina, so the story goes. She made it her own eliminating the shellfish because someone in her house with a shellfish allergy can't have that. But again, this is something that you can sort of pick and choose which vegetables you really want to highlight. I'm not a huge fan of green bell pepper. Anyone who's ever eaten in my kitchen for any length of time might see this particular item conspicuously absent. We do grow a lot of other mild chilies in our garden, poblanos being one. So I would definitely substitute that here and scale back on some of the other spicy notes, particularly the cayenne pepper in the Creole seasoning. This recipe posted to my blog also calls for canned tomatoes. But of course, this time of year, when I have fresh plum tomatoes in my garden, it's so much easier almost and certainly preferable. I got to use up those tomatoes to peel those and dice them finely, almost like crush them on my cutting board into what's known as a concasse to make an approximation of canned tomatoes. Of course, fire roasted are lovely. I've used those for years, the Mir Glen brand being one I particularly like, but fresh garden tomatoes are really great in this. It's also a really nice way to use up leftover corn on the cob that you might have had in excess. I know that I typically will prepare several ears for my family and maybe one doesn't get eaten and it's kind of like, okay, I got to do something with these corn kernels, slice them off the cob 
And this recipe calls for those, about a third cup corn kernels, along with the okra, some scallions, the bell peppers if you prefer them, celery, garlic, and onion, all classic flavors. So I would encourage you to make this one, and this podcast will delve into it right now. Easy Low Country Gumbo calls for four tablespoons unsalted butter, one Spanish onion that's been peeled and chopped. You could use any onion really that you happen to have on hand, two garlic cloves peeled and minced, one pound chicken thighs that have been cut into bite-sized pieces. That's about four chicken thighs. I prefer bone-in, skin-on chicken thighs, but certainly this is a fine use for boneless, skinless if you have those on hand and you like to use them. Two celery stalks that have been diced, one green bell pepper again that's been cored and diced, and also a yellow or red bell pepper. I like the orange ones as well that have been cored and diced. Two tablespoons flour, one tablespoon Creole seasoning. Now, if you don't have Creole seasoning and I don't, you can approximate these flavors with paprika, onion powder, garlic powder, some pepper, white pepper often is included, cayenne pepper, of course, oregano and basil, each of those dried often as well. But if you have Creole seasoning, a blend in your pantry, that's one tablespoon. Two cups chicken stock or broth. Again, if you're using canned tomatoes, that's one 15-ounce can. A half-pound andouille sausage sliced into rounds. One tablespoon fresh thyme leaves that have been chopped. Two bay leaves. One teaspoon sugar. That third cup corn kernels we talked about. Eight to ten okra pods that have been trimmed and sliced. Hot sauce to taste. Two teaspoons Worcestershire sauce. Salt and freshly ground black pepper to taste. And for serving, two cups cooked rice. And for garnish, one bunch scallions that have been trimmed and thinly sliced. To begin, easy low country gumbo. In a large stock pot over medium heat, melt the four tablespoons butter. Add that Spanish onion that's been peeled and diced or any onion you prefer and cook until it's translucent. Add the two garlic cloves that have been peeled and minced and the chicken thighs that have been cut up into several pieces. And again, that's about a pound chicken thighs cut into bite-sized pieces. Add those to the pot and cook for five minutes. Add the two celery ribs that have been diced as well as the bell peppers that have been cored and diced, one each green and red, yellow, or orange, and cook for another minute. Sprinkle the two tablespoons flour and the tablespoon Creole seasoning over the meat and vegetables and stir well. This sort of makes the roux that so many people refer to when they talk about Cajun and Creole cooking. It's really just adding flour to a butter or fat mixture that will then thicken a sauce. Add the two cups chicken stock or broth, as well as the contents of the 15 ounce canned tomatoes or an approximate amount of your own fresh, if you have garden or farm fresh, farmer's market tomatoes. That'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of a pound peeled and chopped. The half pound andouille sausage that's been sliced into rounds, the tablespoon fresh thyme leaves that have been chopped, the two bay leaves, and one teaspoon sugar. Add all that to the pot and bring to a simmer. Cook for about 10 minutes, then stir in the third cup corn kernels 
and the eight to 10 okra pods that have been trimmed and sliced. Cook that for another minute or two, then add a couple dashes of the hot sauce, the two teaspoons Worcestershire sauce, and season it to taste with the salt and pepper. To serve this gumbo, place a scoop of the cooked rice, you should have about two cups, in a bowl, and top the rice with a scoop of the gumbo. Garnish with some of the sliced scallions. And that makes six to eight servings of easy low country gumbo, a Cajun classic that's easily adaptable to the season's freshest garden or farmer's market produce or whatever you happen to have on hand. And again, acknowledging that this often contains shrimp, you can add probably about up to a pound of peeled and deveined shrimp to this. But make it your own, find the recipe, use it as a template on the current post to my blog. And that's on August 31st under the headline, Summer's Fresh Okra Corn Peppers Call for Gumbo. And that's at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.